You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome back to Cosplay Confidential. I'm Kiki, and I am here live on the con floor at C2E2 with two marvelous cosplayers that I met yesterday on Friday at the con. Um, and we have, they're both cosplaying from Ruby, so they'll explain to us about their cosplays in just a minute. But we have Yoko Cosplay and Gabby19 Cosplay. Welcome to the show. Hi, how's it going? Thanks for having us. Of course. Um, so could you tell us so that people can follow along on Instagram um, and check out your work? Uh, where can we find you on the internets? Uh, I'm primarily active on, on Instagram. I do a little bit on Facebook, and I'm trying to be a bit more active on Vero. Um, but I go by Yoko2369Cosplay on Instagram, and pretty much anything Yoko Cosplay on any of the other platforms is probably me, uh, Josh T., is in various platforms so <laughs> nice so definitely check that out and how about you gabby i am gabby19 on all gabby19 cosplay on all uh platforms vero facebook and instagram but it's spelled kind of goofy it's g-a-b-b-e-e 19 so like a little gabby b yeah buzzing around so uh, explain to us uh, and I'll sort of go in the same order starting with Yoko and then going to Gabby um, explain to us your cosplay that you're wearing today and how uh, it just what are you wearing today uh, so right now I am wearing uh, Yang uh, from the show Ruby uh, season 7 version the season that just ended um, so it's a new design new build for them uh, it's all designed to be cold weather gear so uh, I'm super sweaty and super uncomfortable in a crowd full of people, uh, but I love it. It's awesome. Um, and yeah, so it's a jumpsuit, one piece, um, boots that I painted and colored, uh, a fur-lined jacket with pleather and a bunch of uh, orange hunter stuff and EVA foam props and wristbands and gauntlets, uh, fake arm sleeve, a lot of magnets and blood, sweat, and tears. It's one of those uh, cosplays that it looks like, um, as, as if you glance at it, it looks simple. Once you look at it, when you look at it, there's so many pieces, so many pieces. And then when you explain it, it's, there's even more pieces that you wouldn't see. So really, congratulations on making it look easy, because that's, that's the goal. So you want to make it look, effort, make it look effortless. And it looks gorgeous. Thank so congrats. You. Thank you. Um, and how about you? So I'm also from Ruby. I am Blake Belladonna, Volume 7. And so her weapon, I actually made for uh, Season 2, but it gets ruined in or cut in half in Season 6. So I added the scarring, which was actually made from, in the show, from part of Yang's old Sembrerelic, Ember Celica, because they're partners. And then, uh, so the jacket was the big undertaking. <laughs> Yoko actually designed it. I did most of the sewing. Lots of zippers and buckles. It's a very interesting design. It was very time intensive and, you know, lots of uh, colors. Um, and then the leggings and the top, I just retrofitted. This is just a mock turtleneck that I cut the arms off of and sewed a zipper into. These are leggings I bought at Penny's and sewed zippers into and then bought some knee pads 
took my boots and we glued uh, zippers on them, cut off the buckles, and painted. I painted the lavender around the. So, that's again so many little details, and it really it looks gorgeous. Thank you, thank you. It's, I'm very proud of it. It was a challenge. It it definitely seems like it. Anytime you add zippers to something. So what was what was your zipper experience like working on this cosplay? <laughs> my what? My, your zipper experience. How did that go for you? Zippers and I have a complicated relationship. <laughs> Sewing and I have a complicated relationship, period. Um, I actually, oddly enough, taught him how to pin a pattern like three and a half years ago. And now he's making my patterns and I'm crying as I'm sewing the stuff that I have him pattern for me because I'm just like I can't do this but I, I always I always make it through for the most part the zippers were not that bad our the worst was this when we realized that we had uh, on the arms that we had sewn up too far and it was just kind of a pain so we did some seam ripping there actually he did because he's a little more uh, calm when it comes to that stuff I, I patient so yeah They came together really nicely. Um, how long would you say that each of these took about? About how long did they take? Well, mine probably took the... Well, I guess the prop was already done. I just had... That probably took about, what, a month when to do? Made it? Yeah. Gamble Shroud, about a month. And then the jacket probably took a good solid week of working almost every night on it uh all day one saturday oh i guess i forgot the belts uh josh actually made those uh yoko with buckles and then uh just foam eva foam and then just little pieces we were still working on you know for about a week and you know the boots probably took a couple hours the you know, just adding the zippers and stuff was just an hour here, hour there. So a couple weeks probably for the costume. Yeah, so just like hours here and there that just sort of added up. So how about you? Um, I think the the props, like the Ember Celica, which is the gauntlets, um, those I did probably over the course of about a month. But again, it was just kind of like one night here, one night there. Um, do the grinding and then, you know, let it sit and then do a coat of spray paint and let it sit and just kind of on and off after work and things like that. Um, once those were done, the rest of the costume um, was pretty much all sewing, and that I knocked out pretty much the week before C2E2. Um, I finished it. Uh, the jumpsuit was the last thing that I did, and I finished the stitching on Tuesday at about midnight. So... <laughs> it's definitely not the most extreme con crunch that I've seen, or certainly haven't, you know, not that I've ever had to paint some shoes on Friday night in the hotel room. But that's, you know, it's still a lot to get done. So kudos. Even the worst con crunch we've had. My first cosplay is a Sith slash Dark Jedi cosplay that we were finishing at 1 a.m. the night before Des Moines Wizard World. So that was, yeah, I, I finally, it has pleather in front. And I want to do it myself. I want to do everything myself. And I was almost in tears, just like things weren't going well. And I just went, fine, you do it. And I laid on the floor and just was like, whatever, I don't even care anymore. So 
I, I, I've done almost all of it, and I've done so many different things to it at this point that, like, just those stitches are his, and I'm like, whatever. Like, he stitched some of this. I mean, I, I don't think I'll ever compete. That's the only thing that I would really worry about, that kind of stuff. I, plus, he's the brains. I'm just the... <laughs> You're the good look. He's the, he's the designer. Ah. <laughs> yeah, it's... talent. I'm the brains. That's it. <laughs> Um, so definitely good to have a cosplay that has layers like your Yang. And, uh, it seems it's like counterintuitive. You want to wear something that's like winter appropriate to a winter con. But then once you're in the con, you just, everything just sweats off of you. So I understand (laughs) completely. Um, what were your cosplays yesterday? And could you explain those to us? Uh, so yesterday I was, uh, Ike from Fire Emblem. Uh, I chose his Vanguard variant because the first major cosplay that I did was actually Yang's uh, Season 4 through 6 outfit. And um, when I was doing that, towards the end of that build, I was trying to figure out what my next project was going to be. And I happened to be playing Fire Emblem Heroes, which is the mobile app game. And um, while I was playing, while I was waiting for the spray paint on Yang to dry, uh, I ended up unlocking the Vanguard variant of a of Ike. And as soon as I saw the picture, as soon as I saw the design, I just immediately locked onto it. And I had no idea how I was going to approach the project or start it or anything like that. It was just like, I, I don't know, but I'm going to do it. It's going to suck, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> um, and so that was what I was wearing yesterday. And he is, um, I, I have to wear a blue wig for him. Um, I have blue hair pomade that I use to color my goatee and my eyebrows. Um, yeah. Blue hair pomade. So is that, does it come blue or did you have to do something to it to make it blue? Uh, nope, it comes blue. I just bought it off of Amazon. They have, there's a whole line of colors um, that you can get in different pigments. Um, and so, yeah, it's literally just, it's a blue hair pomade. You can rub it in and just, it colors your hair and it'll just wash right out. And then I'm back to me at the end of the day. <laughs> nice. So for those of you listening, no more acrylic paint, yeah. hopefully. So, good to know. I'm sorry, you uh, you were in the middle. No, you're fine. Um, and so, the rest of it is all, um, it's a pleather vest. I have a blue under tunic that I wear. Um, he's got armor pieces that attach pretty much everywhere from top to bottom. Um, I have a full leather belt. Uh, actually, two full leather belts that I wear. Um, one is a waist guard and one is an actual belt that attaches the hip armor. Um, I have a giant, like, almost six-foot cape. Uh, I have a five foot one great sword that I carry around. Uh, it's it's a beast, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I lost about ten pounds of water weight just in sweat yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely it was definitely mo- a monster of of a build. Um, so, would you say that this is easier to move around in today? Uh, Yang is definitely a lot more maneuverable. Yeah, um, Ike is. At points, especially in like crowds and stuff, because of the hip armor, like it gives me like an extra one foot on each side. Sometimes I have to like just turn sideways and waddle through crowds. It's very awkward. Yeah, doing the the sideways waddle is probably something that most a lot of cosplayers understand. So, oh yes. Um, so, how about you explain to us uh, what you were yesterday, Gabby? I was Vanellope von Sweets from Wreck It Ralph, and. She is just a character that I find, like, just delightful. I think she's so cute and so funny. But over the summer, 
we were invited to have a table at a smaller con in the Quad Cities. And I'm like, I really want to do something new, but I'm so broke. Let's see, what are, you know, dark-haired characters? Well, I'd want to do a Disney character. And we're sitting on, we live in the same apartment building, and we're sitting on the steps trying to, like, you know, go through. And we're like, how about, you know, Disney princess? And we're going through them. And then he's like, the glitch. And I'm like, oh, yes, she has dark hair. So I'm like, all right, I could do that without a wig. So then I was trying to figure out how to do the candy. So I'm like, all right, how can I do? So I took barrettes and I glued candy to the barrettes. And then I took sequins and I hot glued those to look like, you know, the other candy. And then I stuck those in my hair. And then I just uh, teased up my hair into a, you know, side ponytail and then took pipe cleaners, red pipe cleaners, and twisted them together to make her little uh, candy twist, the strawberry Twizzler twist that she has hair tie. And then most of that is retrofitted. It was just white leggings that I bought, but I'm so short. And in the summer, all I could find were capris. So I ordered tall leggings and they fit me, tall capri leggings, and they fit me as regular leggings. And then I took a uh, tulip fabric paint I did the one shot color and I just uh, sectioned off you know with like manila folders basically and uh, spray painted them and then the other side I spray painted you know the they're diagonal on one side and then on the other side there and then I took the tulip uh, just the acrylic and made the lines and then I took uh, the sweatshirt and I took uh, yarn and made the uh, you know, pattern down there with yarn, and then just uh, the ties were just more tulip one-shot paint, and then Yoko actually made the skirt because we were in really we were doing a thing at the bar, like a cosplay thing at a bar that we needed it for, and this is where he irritates me. I love him, but he irritates me. It was like. Oh, I've never made a skirt before and I don't know anything about pleating, but I watched a YouTube video like 20 minutes ago and I'll give it a try and made this skirt in like 45 minutes and I'm like, I want to punch you in the face. I love you, but I want to punch you in the face. So, and then later on we made it like two layers and hemmed it up and stuff. So, um, I had a question about your leggings actually. Um, so I'm looking into doing a character that would have patterns on her leggings that's not a normal pattern. So you said you used tulip one-shot paint for that. How did that work for you? It worked great. I, I did two, uh, two coats. And like I said, I mean, it, you, know, you can do any kind of stencil. Since I just needed it to be straight, I just measured out how far I wanted them to be, made like a little stencil, just uh, taped them on with tape. Uh, did a couple of coats and you can wash that after 72 hours it is held up great and so it's not as hard because you know I mean that's what a lot of I've heard cosplayers say well you know I use this paint or whatever and then it, it dries so hard and I'm like this actually kind of I mean it still has a little bit of a weird feel to it but I loved it I I thought it was great like I, I, I I'm much more comfortable with painting than I am with sewing but that's I'm really relieved to hear how all of that worked because I've been like stressing about it so much. No, I thought it worked, worked great really and it comes in quite a few colors. Okay. Michaels has a decent selection if you've got a Michaels near you. 
Nice. Well, I'll do that. I'll do a test shot with one of my pairs of leggings that has a hole in it. So thanks for the tip. Yes, it's really no, great. Of course. Of course. I always love to help out other cosplayers. So. Um, so what's your experience been like at the con so far this year? Oh, amazing. Except for the longer we cosplay, the more people we know. So it's like running into everybody and trying to find people and catching up. And it just seems like the day flies by trying to, you know, find people trying to do. Uh, so that's why I think tomorrow I've decided to just not cosplay because I'm like, I wanted to have a me day. Plus, I only brought Blake and Vanellope and usually Vanellope is a hit with the kids and tomorrow being family day yeah. I'm like I think that I would not get anything done so yeah you would be able you wouldn't be able to move for sure so uh, how's the weekend been for you so far uh, fantastic it's I, I love C2E2 uh, my friend actually is the one who uh, gave me the chance to come here first for uh, what was it two three years ago three years ago and uh, so now this will be the third C2E2 that I've been to and uh, it's it's just a blast. I, the first con that I ever went to was Wizard World Des Moines, and it was maybe a quarter of this size. And so coming to C2E2, especially that first year, I was not prepared at all for the hundreds of thousands of people. Um, but it's, it's just a blast, and I have made so many friends, and I have made so many connections with people, and the advice and the friendships and everything that have come from this con and the people is it's it's stuff that will last me a lifetime i can't agree more it's it's so much fun and this is also my third year going to this convention and it's really unlike anything else that i've ever been to so i this is my must go every year um and i live out of state so this is my definite must go like out of state convention for sure um so what uh, we're going to start wrapping up a little bit, but um, what are some cosplay goals that you have in the near future? Well, I'm not sure what I want my next big, big cosplay to do. Um, or, you know what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh God, I know. Yeah, words, are, <laughs> words are hard. Words are hard. Um, Yoko had shown me a uh, Fire Emblem character when I said I wanted to do a. Uh, armor build that I kind of fell in love with so that might be something but uh, my next just small project is I have bought many patterns meaning to do them I've got like a bombshell fat woman and I've got a everything for a Slytherin uh, robes and stuff and I think I'm going to get my Slytherin robes I make uh, I make Harry Potter ones on the side it was uh, uh, we do some stuff with the anime club in the town we live in and uh they asked if we could come and talk to them about cosplay and make a quick prop. And I'm like, what can we make? What can we make? And I found those and I just, they're so fun and they're so easy and people like them. So I was like, Oh, I'll just take those and throw them up at the small con that we work at and see if anybody has any interest. So now I need a Harry Potter costume to go along with my various wands. So, so that's my next probably uh, endeavor. Cool. Yeah. That'd be a good one for sure. Yeah, everybody loves everybody loves a good Hogwarts cosplay. All right, how about you? What are some plans that you have for the future? I uh, that's an ever-growing list. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like every time I turn around, I'm just like adding names and adding ideas to the list and different stuff. So, honestly, right now after this, I I really don't know what my next build is going to be. Um, I'm a huge Critical Role fan, and especially with them being here this year, um, Ford I think is is definitely 
up there uh, as far as what I want to do. But yeah, I honestly right now I have no clue. <laughs> That's you know, it, especially when you're in the middle of well, you were in the middle of Yang when you decided to do Ike, so. You know, for some people, they're in the middle of a cosplay and they get an idea for another one. For some people, they're in the middle of a con and they get another idea. For some people, they're in the middle of the con, they've done all their stuff, and they can't even think about what they want to do next. So I feel like all of those are valid. Yep. Yep. Um, So I've got two more questions for you. The first one is, if you could give one piece of advice to a beginning cosplayer, what would you tell them? Um, Don't be afraid. It's it really is that simple. Um, like Gabby was saying, uh, when I first started, um, the the first con that I went to, actually, my friend took me to was Wizard World Des Moines, and prior to that, I had known about cosplay. I had seen people do it and everything, but all the stuff that I had ever been exposed to was like Jessica Negri and Yaya Han and all of these really big major names, people that you know were professionals getting paid to do it and stuff like that. And so to me, that's what I always thought that it was. I thought that that was a field that you got into and it was something that people paid you to do and, and otherwise that was it. And uh, when we went to Wizard World that first year, I just go into the con, I saw everybody, bunches of people just walking around in cosplay. And I started looking around thinking to myself, wait a minute, you can just do this? Like people just, this is just a thing. It's not, these are not models, these are not professionals, people aren't paying them to be here. The people are just doing this for fun holy crap, I've been missing out. <laughs> and so I went home after that con and I decided that I was going to do a cosplay and Riddler has always been um, one of my favorites. And so I decided that he was going to be my first one. And so I had no idea where I was going to start, but I knew I wanted to try to do like a vest. And so I bought the pattern. I borrowed her sewing machine um, and she came up and taught me to pin a pattern and do all this other stuff. And after that, it was off to the races. And so that really is my best advice is, is don't be afraid. Don't let that fear of not being understood or accepted or, or whatever it is that's stopping you, stop you. Just, just do it. Somebody out there is going to approve of it. Somebody out there is going to enjoy it. And even if they don't, as long as you're having fun, that's the whole point of it. So don't be afraid. It's pretty powerful. That's and. Once you realize that it literally is just for anybody, anybody can do it, it's life-changing. So thank you for sharing. Uh, how about you? What's one piece of advice you would give to a beginning cosplayer? Mine's very similar. I mean, I, I suffer from body dysmorphia. You know, I suffer from anxiety. I was just kind of like, the first con that I went to was Wizard World Des Moines. I had done my Sith Dark Jedi, and I just felt like nobody really cared. And I was like... But the cosplayers that were there, the semi-professional cosplayers were like, no, it's great, and gave me great advice, and were just so supportive that I'm like, oh, well, you know, it doesn't really matter that, you know, the people at the con were, you know, so I just was like, no, no, I won't give up. Let me just keep going. And I came here last year for my first C2E2, and I was in my other Blake cosplay, and Yoko's getting stopped for pictures for Ike for, like, every five seconds every like 10 steps and I went over and sat down at cosplay central stage and this kid came up to me and said excuse me and I thought he wanted by I legit thought he wanted by so I tucked my knees and I'm like oh I'm sorry and then he goes no I'm sorry can I get a picture and I'm like 
why would you want to picture me in the back of my head? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. And so I got up and, you know, he took my picture and I was just like so excited. And since then, you know, I've started doing like a panel on body positivity, panel on challenges of cosplay. And I guess that's what my advice would be. Just do it. Do it and do it the way you want to do it. And don't worry about, I mean, I'm short and curvy. Blake is not. Blake is thin and tall. And nobody's ever came up to me and been like, you can't cosplay Blake. You know, what is your problem? You know, just do what you want to do. And I think some of the best cosplays are ones that have a twist on them. You know, like Pride Pam. I mean, you know, it's just make it yourself. And if you want to do screen accurate, that's great too. Just do what you want to do. And somebody out there, like Yoga said, is going to appreciate it. But don't let, you know, the anxiety hold you back. Don't let the, you know, body, you know, issues hold you back. It really is for everyone. Thank you for sharing. That's really encouraging. So um, our final question is if you could combine two characters that you've cosplayed into one, like crossover cosplay, um, which two would you want to combine? So I've been thinking about that, and it's a tough question, because honestly, even though I've been cosplaying now for about three, no, four years? Four years. Um, I don't feel like I have that big of a stable of cosplays to me, um, but honestly, I would be kind of interested to see like a Fire Emblem-style uh, Riddler, like armored up to the nines, bunch of question marks everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Oh. I've been I've been kind of thinking about that, oh. so we'll see. Oh, that would be delightful. You see, now you're now you're just adding more stuff to my list. <laughs> I have a big enough list. Look, well, you said you didn't have any immediate goals, so now you know, there you're welcome. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how about you? So for me, it's about the same. I've only been cosplaying about two years, so I've only got you know like four or five <laughs> costumes a period, but. As soon as you said it, I knew either Jedi or Sith Blake. Definitely, definitely. And I may have to do that. So, And maybe she's like the neutral, like the neutral oh, color yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, like a gray Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Purple lightsaber of neutrality. That is exactly. Well, because that's why I made my Sith cosplay. I bought an ultra saber at Wizard World Chicago. So, yeah, now I need a purple lightsaber to do Blake. So. There you go. Good excuse to get one. Uh, so thank you so much for coming on the show today. Um, once again, can you remind people where they can find you? Yeah. Uh, again, Yoko2369 Cosplay on Instagram. That's where I'm most active. Um, but pretty much Yoko Cosplay on any other platform. Uh, my name is Josh. Josh T. <laughs> and I'm G-A-B-B-E-E -E 19, Gabby 19 Cosplay on Insta, Vero, and Facebook. So awesome. Uh, you can listen to Cosplay Confidential on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and I think anywhere you can listen to your podcast for the most part. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Cosplay Confidential, Facebook Cosplay Confidential Podcast. We're slightly less active there, but we're trying to be better. Um, if you have a guest that you would like to hear on our podcast, um, you can fill out our guest request form, uh, which is in our link tree that's featured in our bio on Instagram. Um, and I believe that's up on Facebook as well. So uh, 
once again from oh and my instagram is real kiki elise my facebook is kiki elise cosplay um and if that's all from cosplay confidential so thank you once again and from cosplay confidential i'm kiki i'm yoko and i'm gabby keep creating inspiring and sharing the love